What up? What up? All right. Uh, welcome to the Beneficial Black Men Podcast. I'm your host, Jamile Calpin. The whole point of this podcast and the Beneficial Black Man channel is to help black men to stop being mediocre and to become beneficial for their community and for themselves. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm your host, Jamile Calpin. I am a black man on the path to becoming beneficial as well. I hope that it's clear and understanding, like clear and understandable that with all the stuff that I'm making, I am not trying to be or come off as an expert, not at all. My heart behind all of this is to see our community get better and to see my brothers thrive the way that I know the Most High sees us. He sees black men operating and walking their kingship and their priest, priestliness and their priesthood and they're acting like their big brother Jesus Christ Yeshua HaMashiach and yes this goes you know the same standard and expectation goes for our sisters as well but the reality is as men in the order the way that things go in the kingdom it goes God Christ men than women and so again whether your relationship is brother and sister you're there to cover and help and serve and love your sister you know and a sister can pretty much be anybody you know what I'm saying um, husband and wife husband covers his wife and if you are a father and you're raising children father to daughter you know like there's an order there and uh, it's there for a reason and I understand Sadly, because of sin, because of wickedness, because of selfishness, because of a lot of stuff that's jacked up in this world, the system that we see in scripture and that's supposed to be modeled in scripture has been distorted and misused and abused for eons at this point. And it sucks. And it sucks. (laughs) Whether that's within the church, whether that's Within society and governments that claim to be Christian or religious or spiritual or whatever, or even within households, there are a lot of men have misused the privilege and call that has been placed on their life to serve those uh, they have been given authority over, to stroke their ego, to act sinfully, to be self-serving and to open themselves up to wicked and demonic influence. And it sucks because everything is so out of alignment and it starts with us. And as much as so many men in general, but particularly within our community, because again, to be honest, I I really only care about black people right now. (laughs) I I really only care about the black community. Um, I think even in the grand scheme of things when it comes to the body of Christ, I think it's important that we need to focus on our our people and ourselves so that we can actually be beneficial to those around us and to those we're called to serve. Um, so yes, my focus is black men and the black community. Uh, I'm sure you've probably heard it on the internet and cyberspace or whatever. The idea of being B1 or black first, I, I'm supportive of that. And I'm still trying to figure out how to best do that in my everyday life, whether that's focusing and trying to support 
black businesses or consuming and watching and supporting black entertainment, black content creators. I'm working on that. And my desire is to get to a place where that I'll actualize that, where the majority of my time and my money and my energy is invested in my community and the people that look like me, you know, because that matters. That matters. This could be a whole other tirade, but I'll just say this one point. This idea of, like, even within churches and Christianity, the idea of, like, <laughs> multicultural and stuff like that, it's, it's a tool, sadly, it's a tool that's used to low-key hide white supremacy in a spiritual and uh, religious sense. Multiculturalism very often in white evangelicalism and white Christendom uh, is used as a mask to hide white supremacy uh, all that stuff it's just the truth, I'm sorry it's, it's true sorry again, that's a tangent but yes, <laughs> black man, I hope you're doing well uh, I'm driving, I'm running some errands going to get dinner for my family but I wanted to record this episode um, while the energy and the thought and the inspiration was in my mind. What I wanted to talk about, it's kind of like grief, I think. And I feel like I've done a lot of episodes about grief <laughs> or grief adjacent, grief related. And it sucks, but I think there's a lot of, since there's so much changing and so much happening in our world right now, I think there is a lot of grieving happening. There's a lot of growing pains. There's a lot of uh, frustration, a lot of mourning. A lot of disappointment, a lot of revelation and realization of things not being what you always thought or the way that you, the way they, the way that they seemed, you know. And I think that that's layered, and there's levels to that. And I think since 2020, all the layers of this onion of life, it keeps getting pulled back more and more and it's it's almost like every day another layer is being pulled back and it's not a bad thing because we need to know the truth we should know the truth we should be awakened and uh, have an understanding of what's really going on and I believe the most high is doing that on purpose and he's doing that on purpose within our community in the world as a whole yes but more specifically within our community and we need to take heed to that we need to pay attention to that and um, we need to learn from that there's a lot of wisdom being shared there's a lot of information uh, being shared day in and day out like you know I don't know if we necessarily live in it but the most recent like age that we've been living in is the information age. People don't call this anymore, but call this that anymore. But you know, the internet was looked at as the, the information superhighway because you can exchange and gather information so quickly. And the sad part is with this technology, with this ability, with this access, people are consuming so much information that is not beneficial, that is detrimental to themselves and to their community and being distracted by so many things. And it also sucks that 
people within our community are contributing to that that negative source of information. And yeah, I'm, I'm talking about men. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about a lot of brothers out there who are creating content that is destructive, that is not helpful for us as men, and is not helpful for our community, and creating things that are divisive, that are harmful, that are distractions, things that honestly have the tint and shade of wickedness and evil on them, but they don't recognize it. And I get that, you know, I, I get that and I understand that because the enemy is very subtle and he likes to do things in ways that we can't recognize it. He's a deceiver and he doesn't want anybody to thrive. And I know he has a special hatred for our people, for black folks. And even more specifically, I think he has a, a, a really big hatred for black men. Because if we were operating and moving the way that the Most High has designed us and called us to, things would be a lot different. But, you know, my belief, if you look throughout scripture, <clears throat> You know, we're kind of a stiff-necked people, using King James. And uh, we're arrogant at times and haughty, foolish, stubborn. <laughs> and with all of that, it, it's to our detriment. And it's to the detriment of our community. And it's to the detriment of our people. And it's been an overall just, I would say, a detriment to the world. But again, that's why it's important and why I feel it's it's important to actually do this work of sharing messages and doing this work of trying to renew our minds. That's that's the purpose and the heart behind the content that I'm creating here on the Beneficial Black Man and on the podcast and all the videos and stuff that I make and the blogs that I write, because we we have to we have to have our minds renewed. And we have to do this work to get to a better place and to be more effective as men. It's it's crucial. It's really, really important. And what I wanted to share, the thing that I was grieving is that, is that as time has gone on, it seems like it's more and more difficult to find examples of beneficial men in our community. And I don't say that to say that they aren't there and that they don't exist, but it seems like it's, it's getting very, very difficult. <laughs> it's very, very difficult to find consistent men who are doing things that are beneficial for the whole, who have good character, good motivation, support healthy and helpful causes, and who can be beacons of light and representatives and examples and role models for other men to follow or even for other men to be inspired by. Because it can, it can be a problem. It can be a problem when you like solely depend on somebody to be your leader. You know, like even in scripture, Paul, I can't remember the verse right now, but Paul is talking to one of the churches and he's encouraging them, you know, like follow after me as I follow Christ. And the thing is, like Paul was committing to being, a, being an example for others to follow to be like, you know, I'm walking out this faith journey and you can use me as an example to guide you along on this journey. But along with that, Paul is following Christ, who is the perfect example of who 
we're trying to be as we walk out this this journey on earth, you know? So you have Paul, but even further, you should be focusing on the author and the finisher of our faith. And I'm saying this, you know, as a believer and a follower of, of the Most High, but I think this can be relative and applicable to any any man, any any black man, whether you are Muslim, whether you're Hebrew Israelite, whether you're Christian, whether you're atheist, we can still have standards to uphold and to pursue and still have the drive and the desire to be beneficial for our people, for our community with varying uh, spiritual beliefs. Because I think and I believe there can be certain standards that we can agree upon. And then, you know, we get that general stuff. We we, we get commit committed to the, those general attributes, those general standards that ultimately um, help and protect and, and develop and grow our community and grow our people, grow our children, grow our, our sons and daughters and help our wives and help uh, those who are elderly, help all of those, all of all of us, <laughs> we can have these standards that help all of us. And then, you know, when necessary, we'll sit down and talk about the nitty gritty. We'll sit down and and debate and discuss and stuff like that. But right now, it's more important than ever that we focus on how can we come together as brothers? How can we uphold and, and keep a standard and left, lift up a, a banner to say, like, we as people are going to commit to this. We as men are going to commit to this and fight for this so that things can be better for all of us in now and in also in the future. And that doesn't have to be limited to spiritual or religious beliefs. That's just my thought. That's just, that's just what I believe. But with that said, I'm grieved because it feels like there are less and less good, beneficial examples of men in our community. And if you're a man watching this, and even if you're a woman and you're watching this and you have examples, whether it's online or not, leave them in the comments. Um, because I think it's important that we acknowledge these men, we acknowledge these brothers. And again, they don't necessarily have to be, uh, trying to find the right words for it. They don't necessarily have to be like the end all be all, but even if it's just enough to inspire other men to be better, we need that. <laughs> we need more inspiration because seeing stuff and hearing about all the craziness that happens online with the manosphere and the things that people believe and support and make room for, it's not good. It's not good and it's not helpful and it's not benefiting us. And so we need more beneficial examples. We need more beneficial images because as men, we model ourselves after images. What we see, we we commit to becoming. Because we're, I, I, I mean, I think this can be part, I think this is true for all of humanity. When we see things, when we have a vision of something, we do our best to achieve it and get there. Like even when you think about uh, personal development and the idea of like affirmations and stuff like that, we have you know, some sometimes the devices that, you know, you come up with what you want to see, your visions, your dreams or whatever, and you develop it in your mind's eye. And once you have that vision, then you can start constructing and putting in place all the things that will help you to actually get it and to manifest it, to actualize it. But we do the same thing. 
whether we know it or not, when we see it, an image or something that we like or that we appreciate or that we resonate with, we'll start to model ourselves after it. You know, sometimes you can see that in children. They'll walk like their parents or they'll talk like their parents or their older brother or older sister. They'll mimic those things. And that's what we do. We'll mimic the people around us. We'll mimic the images around us. And I, th I think it's sad, and it's something else I wanna talk about in another video. I think it's sad that as black people, and specifically as black men, we have been given over and over and over again, destructive, negative, poisonous images. And we've accepted it. And those, those images, those standards, those things have become the norm. And we've settled for it and it's destroyed us and it's done serious damage to us. And we, on the surface in the general major, in the majority, major space, we only identify a handful of examples. And as time has been going on, a lot of those examples have are becoming marred and distorted. I mean, it sucks, but like, I think even recently, and this was, this was during like COVID and stuff like that, or during 2020 and all the things that happened, during in the sense of like in the past couple of years, but you think about like Bill Cosby, it sucks that all the stuff that happened, I am not condoning any of his behavior or anything like that. But you know, if you're a black person, you know, <laughs> Bill Cosby served as almost a, a pinnacle example and image of what we would strive for and hope to become within our community. Whether it's him alone as a, as a comedian, as an actor, or the, the content that he created, the, 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 the movies, the TV series, all of those things, the things that were related to him. But when everything happened with him, that example of him being like Black America's dad, it's gone. And I know like online, <laughs> shout out to Themis and Thoth. Um, it's like Bill Cosby took the black man out of the home, you know, like because him being black America's ideal father, father figure, whatever, right? With all the things that happened, it's just my thoughts. With all the things that happened, it took away that black father that we were supposed to have. You know what I'm saying? Like that was another example of something. That was another father that was ripped away from us. Or that was another father because he had poor character issues. Because he struggled with things. Because he didn't have a standard himself off camera. Now we have more distorted images. And now we have more bad images. And it sucks. <laughs> and it sucks. And I'm grieved because it feels like when you realize that, when you realize that even if you're striving, and again, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm trying to be in an example. I, I, I do. I realize that my existence can be an example. You know, when, when I was in college, before I got married and things like that, I was involved in like ministries. I was involved in trying to be involved in community, community work and stuff like that. And I realized that wherever I go and whatever I do, even if I'm just posting things on Instagram or online or whatever, I could, somebody's always watching. So you can always end up becoming a role model or becoming an, becoming an example or becoming an image for somebody to model themselves after or for somebody to appreciate or for somebody to idolize. 
You can't help it. I did a video about leaving a mark or what's going to be your mark as a man. We have no choice in the matter. Part of our design is to leave a mark. What we have a choice is, what mark are we going to leave? Are we going to leave a beneficial mark on the the hearts and minds of those around us? Or are we going to impact people in, in a negative way that destroys them and leads them astray? And it sucks because if you don't have men who are committed to being beneficial, they're going to be careless with that power. They're going to be careless with the marks that they leave, whether it's on their children, whether it's on their brothers, whether it's on their sisters, whether it's on their parents, whether it's wherever. (laughs) They're going to be careless with that power. And so many men, so many of our men have been careless, have been careless with that power, with the authority and power that has been given to them. And it sucks. And it, and it grieves me to, for it to seem like there are so few examples of beneficial black men. And it sucks to feel like at times that you feel like you're the minority. And not even the sense of like, yeah, I'm a minority, whatever. But like to be in like the, the small few, that sucks. Because your hope is that no, this can't be true. <laughs> it, that's the heartbreaking, heartbreaking part. That's the grieving part. When you think like, no, it can't, can't all be that bad. We all can't be that bad. But the more you hear about it, the more stories you hear, the more you see, the more evidence that comes out. And you start to question and realize like, yo, I might. Not even in like a boasting sense, but I might be part of the minority. That's scary. And it's scary because that means our people are really not in a good place. And that's the heartbreaking part. That's the grieving part. And I remember the other day, shout out to uh, Prince Petty. During one of his lives, I had asked him, are there any black men that you look up to or that you see or like that help inspire you to continue to become a better black man? And he didn't really even answer. <laughs> like, I mean, he gave an answer, he gave an answer, but it was like, the answer was pretty much like, no, there, I, there isn't anybody really. And I mean, low-key, shout out to him. He even mentioned my channel and stuff like that. So I I appreciate that. But I know the heart behind it is like, nah, there aren't that many examples (laughs) for for me to follow or to be inspired by or to like take consistent advice from. Because that's the thing. Like part of that grieving for me is like there at times there will appear to there there will appear to be an example. Oh, man, like this guy is on it. He's doing the right thing. And then like three weeks later, scandal. Or like he was lying or this or that or whatever. It's like, damn, like, <laughs> why, why can't, why, why can't there just be consistency? Why can't this be going this way? Why, why, what, what's up with this? And I mean, I get it. It's layered. It's layered. We have a lot of people, a lot of us have not seen good, good, Im- good images. We haven't been given the help to represent good images. And so we're in a down and out place. And just thinking about that, like, it reminded me of this, um, and I'm going to wrap this up because I need to be doing what I was supposed to be doing. It reminded me of this devotional that I read some years ago, but it stuck with me because the thing is, like, I heard it, like, I I don't know, this is extra backstory, but I I first heard a snippet or a piece of this, piece of this devotional from a song interlude on a rap album. Years went by after I heard that song and I heard this snippet. I was like, yo, this joint is deep. 
got this devotional, started reading it. And then that, that same quote came up and I was like, yo, this is where this came from. And it still resonates to this day. I'm going to read it real quick to wrap this up, but it's, it's a devotional from, um, my utmost for his highest from Oswald Chambers. And this comes from day, this is a daily devotional, April 22nd. And it reads, the title of it is The Light That Never Fails. We all with open face beholding the glory of the Lord. Second Corinthians chapter three, verse 18. It reads, a servant of God must stand so much alone that he never knows he is alone. In the first phases of Christian life, disheartenments come. People who used to be lights flicker out. And those who used to stand with us pass away. We have to get so used to it that we never know we are standing alone. All men forsook me, notwithstanding the Lord stood with me. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 16 through 17. We must build our faith, not on the fading light, but on the light that never fails. When big men go, we are sad, until we see that they are meant to go. The one thing that remains is looking in the face of God for ourselves. Allow nothing to keep you from looking God sternly in the face about yourself and about your doctrine. And every time you preach, see that you look God in the face about things first. Then the glory will remain all though, all through. A Christian worker is one who perpetually looks in the face of God and then goes forth to talk to people. The characteristic of the ministry of Christ is that of unconscious glory that, that abides. Moses was not or knew not that the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. We are never called on to parade our doubts or to express the hidden ecstasies of our life with God. The secret of the worker's life is that he keeps in tune with God all the time. And when I, even reading reading that devotion again, it, it's comforting to me, but it's also like challenging. So yeah, like there's grief that these examples, sometimes they fade out, they flicker out, but it's a reminder that we have to, as men, as men striving to be beneficial, men working to fight and get away from gray mediocrity and to not settle for mediocrity, to not settle for wickedness and deception, to not settle for destruction, to continue to impact our people and our community, for men dedicated to seeing change and being the change in their community. We have to stay focused on the standards. We have to stay focused on the goals and we have to stay committed that even though we may feel alone, the greater cause is worth it. So even though I may grieve the reality that there may not be a lot of us right now, and I say right now because I believe it's going to change. The reality may be there there aren't a lot of men committed to being beneficial right now. But that doesn't mean this work that needs to be done in our daily lives, that doesn't mean that that work is not fruitless or that it's not important that we, can, that we stay committed to it. So yeah, we can grieve the loss of our examples, the loss of the giants or big men as the devotional mentioned, that existed in our community. But we have to keep going. We have to keep going. And we have to know that it's worth it. It's worth it for ourselves. It's worth it for the generation coming uh, up behind us, the generations to come. It's worth it for our brothers and sisters that are around us. It's worth it to strive to be beneficial, to strive to be better to strive to see growth and change in our community, to do the work to think better so that we can be better, so that we can do better, 
it is worth it to do the internal work of you know growing in our mental health and our emotional well-being it's worth it to do the work to work on that creative muscle so that we can be in alignment and and be all we were created to be it's worth it it's worth it but black man i i want you to know i believe in you i believe in you and even though you may feel alone even though you may feel odd because you don't support the overarching narrative you don't support the mess <laughs> that people support and, and say and that other brothers seem to be uh delusionally following and being deceived by keep going keep going <laughs> keep standing up for truth keep standing up for a standard keep being committed to love to, to, to goodness to beneficial things keep going stay safe out there find time for an emotional release valve protect your mental mental and keep becoming beneficial talk to y'all later peace